you are at the net. And welcome, friends, to another episode of the At The Net podcast, powered by Texmex Productions. Working the soundboards in the back of the house are our producers, D-Mac and Dave the Brain. Time to say hello to your hosts, Craig Bell and AJ Shabria, as they're about to take us through three sets of tennis, talking life and all the news as it seems to them. Ladies and gentlemen, Craig Bell. Thanks to our Internet podcast girl for that fabulous introduction. Welcome, fans of the great game. You're listening to season one, episode 44. Can you believe that? 44. Not even a year and 44 episodes, man. Yes, the Internet podcast with that would be AJC right here. What's right? up? That's you. And then I'm CB1, aka Craig Bell, who are talking the great game of tennis as it seems, seems to us. us. Thanks also go out to our good amigos at Tex-Mex Productions. That would be one Darian D. Matt McBrayer and Dave the Brain Deleo from back of the house. We're on the soundboards, moving the dials and buttons to make us sound like real people tonight. We're real. They are making us sound good. Yes, because we are back. We are out of being quarantined. Yeah. We are at Bent Tree Tennis. I can invite yeah. one friend. Right now, we Thank are able you. to invite one friend. <laughs> To the club, and this is my friend. I'm so proud to be. Thank you. I'm You're, proud to be your friend. Pal. My one and only friend, thank you. AJC. <laughs> We've been broadcasting from separately from yes, our houses. From the bunker. That's on Wednesdays and on Sundays. We've been doing it from our bunker. Yes, now. in a remote location that's undisclosed right that's now. That's right. That only Art Bell knows quiet. about. Right. That's right. Only Art Bell. Uncle knows. Art. Your Uncle. uncle. Art. That's right. Also, be sure to check out our good work on Fireside, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Acre, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast, Pocket Cast. Radio Public and Spotify, basically, that's all the communication podcast sites that kids find popular today. Isn't that right? It's awesome. Man, yeah. It's awesome. You can find us on In, any anywhere. Of those. Anywhere. And you can find us probably on some providers that we don't even know about yet. Yeah, probably so. Now, every week, it seems like we get approved for some other one. Yeah, maybe we're on, on uh, TikTok. Are we on TikTok? <laughs> I hope not, man. <laughs> I don't think we're young or good-looking uh, enough. For uh, that. We're, and we're not 28-year-old we're not girls. <laughs> Yeah, so we're middle-aged, or actually I'm over-aged, a guy that uh, is not uh, probably TikTok uh, material, are we? No. <laughs> All right, and girls, lastly, yeah. Oh, yeah. if you're female, maybe we'll get the, our, our guest right here here in a second. Yes. Maybe she'll do a liner for us. We're, we're looking for anybody to read the opening intro, because we do like our opening intro at the Net Girls. We don't love we? it, and I think tonight it's um, uh, a young woman tennis yes. pro yes. in Margot Carter, British accent, yes. Yes. and it sounds great. Yeah, she does yeah. a really good job with the opening intro, but maybe this person that we're about to introduce here in a second might do us a little intro. This is pretty darn special. Uh, very got special coming tonight. Uh, let us know if you'd like to be an Athenet podcast girl, and we would even welcome a foreign voice, too. Right? Yeah, sure. Foreign accent would be great. Yes. Well, we are honored and privileged to have one of the great tennis players from the United States of America. That would be Joanne Russell. Good evening, Joanne. Great, yeah. Joanne. So proud to have you on the phone, on yeah. the uh, on the show. This is going to be a blast tonight. Thank you. I mean, there isn't anything that this lady, I don't think she really needs an introduction, but I'll give you a little bit of an introduction yeah. about Joanne. Joanne, yeah, please. grew up in the Florida area. Is that Florida or Florida that you grew up in? Is it Florida? You know, I grew up in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that. Uh, been playing tennis since about the age of six, if I recall correctly. Is that... Uh, uh, astute observations. You know what? That is close enough. It was five, but who knows when you're five what you're really doing? Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I've, I've <laughs> I found some background information about that, so we'll be talking about that here in just a second. But basically, grew up in the uh, the Naples area. Grew up uh, playing tennis all over the place, and mm. has done just about everything in the game of tennis: high school tennis, college tennis, down at Trinity University in uh, San Antonio, the Alamo City. Uh, was was a prolific player. To, there at uh, Trinity, won uh, a collegiate championship, 
also a doubles champion, uh, college champion with uh, Donna Stockton. Is that in relation to Dick Stockton? Yes, that's his sister. I mean, she was a great player. I mean, yeah. you know, hey, you got to pick your partners. That's right. You picked him well, and your partners picked you well, too. I, uh, we'll get to that in a minute. Joan is also on the on the uh, WTA tour for a, a, a very healthy career. Had had a really nice career. Uh, played all the the majors. Uh, you know, had, had a great world ranking. Uh, pretty much has done everything. And then she got tired of doing that, and then went over to the world of pickleball. And is now dominating the pickleball with her pickleball prowess as well. Yeah. Right, so and and uh, we should also mention between pro tennis. She was a uh, national champ as a tennis coach That's correct. in women's college tennis. I did forget that. That's yeah. huge. Yeah, college tennis. And, and what's near and dear to my heart, and I think this is pretty big too, in the heyday of world team tennis, Joanne, you played on my home team, the New York Apples. Yeah, I had a lot of fun. That uh, I, I mean, really, New York, it, it was a great place to play. Yeah. And yeah. I think Billie Jean was on the team, uh -huh. and... Uh, Let's see, who else? I, I remember, was it Fred Stolle and Ray Ruffles? Yes, Fred Stolle, Ray Ruffles, Billy Jean. I think Mary Carrillo was on the team. Uh, it, it was it was super fun. I was the uh, I was the nine year old in like the tenth row, and um, <laughs> and I was a fan of yours and Billy Jean's, and obviously, definitely Ruffles had that crazy, awesome serve. And Stolly too, and I do remember my uncle was picked out of a hat, uh, a name out of a hat or something, to go down and attempt to return Fred Stolly's serve. And you know they don't know who these people are, who they pick. My uncle happened to be a tennis professional and returned it really without a lot of trouble. And within three days, what's delivered to our house is this massive, gorgeous wicker basket full of apples. Uh, and that was the gift. Like they took name and address and all that, and. Uh, that was the prize. Oh, nice. so, so I will ev never, ever, ever forget the New York Apples and Billie Jean, you, Ruffles, and Stolly. And I don't remember who else was on the team. But you guys I, rocked. I Vetus. Oh. Uh, oh, no, wait. Vetus, because I played for the Pittsburgh Triangles. Uh -huh. um, my for, Oh, he was on the Pittsburgh Triangles. Mm. Yeah, well, just like in Gilligan's Island, but it's still, and the rest. It was, it, it was fun. Ray played, yeah. you know, maybe... He just did. I forget. It's kind of good. You know, it is a long ways away. I mean, <laughs> number of years. Also, I want to mention you are a commentator. You, you've done a lot of commentating on uh, television mm -hmm. and in three tennis hall of fames that, that uh, we know about. So she's in the Women's ITA uh, Collegiate uh, Hall of Fame, the Florida Tennis Hall of, Fa mm -hmm. hall of Fame, and the Trinity University Hall of Fame. So, well, what a career, Joanne. Yeah. I'm, I'm, we're just wow. really, really. I mean, you are really pumping me up here. I'm like laughing. I'm like, oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah, you're, you're a little too humble, Joanne. Yeah, but if, you, if you can do it, you know, yeah. which, and she did it. I but mean, bottom line, ridiculous, amazing yeah. resume and a wonderful, humble person. And let's roll. Let's do it, man. Yeah, so t tell us about, I want to know yeah. about uh, growing up in Naples. I, did, I was doing a little research, and it's, and let's see here. Let me find that. This was really a funny, funny quote that... Uh, Okay. Uh, growing up, there was a guy, I guess a pro, named Julius Lesser. Tell us about Julius and, and playing with those people uh, in their 60s, 70s, and 80s. You know, they're, they're uh, just... Well, Julius Lesser was not a tennis pro, but right. he came from St. Louis, mm -hmm. and he was a big realtor in town. Right. His uh -huh. wife, um, she is, I, I think she's in her 80s, and I'm telling you, if she could still play, she would be playing. 
she she won every city tournament. Wow. Uh, my mother never let me play because she said, you know what, you need friends more than you need to win this tournament. <laughs> but I kept saying, I could win that tournament. She'd go, no, 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 no. no you're not playing in the city tournament. No. So, you know what, I, I, she was right. I have a lot of really nice friends. <laughs> because I didn't play in the city tournament. Yeah. Well, you didn't beat everybody when you're like 10 years old. That's the thing. Probably yeah. would have. Well, yeah. I don't know if I was that good then, but... Um, Julius, he came from St. Louis, and he just gave, like, he wanted people to play tennis. So um, my parents played, but they sent me down to the park, and I was like, you know, six years old. And there was another guy who was taking the clinic. That, you know, they didn't split it up. Anybody who came went out, yep. and you played. So I'm six, and Russ writes, I think he was 60. So me and Russ Wrights were on a team, 60 and six years old. He was the best scuba diver in town, and he decided he wanted to learn how to play tennis. So I started playing tennis with those guys, and then I would go to the park. And, you know, there was no junior tennis yeah. when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. um, like, I would go to the park, and there would be all these old guys retired, uh, you know, and they'd be playing, and I'd be there, I'd be like 10, 12 years old, you know, and they go, hey, kid, do you want to play? And I'm like, yes, yes. And they said, yeah, George didn't make me, probably died in his bed, you know, because they were all like 70-something, there's yeah. a guy there, 80, I didn't care. But, you know, and even now, I still have really good volleys, I have a really good drop shot. Oh, I have an unbelievable law. Because you play with guys that are in their 70s. What do you think they do well? Yeah, it's... Drop it's, shot you and love you. It's dinking. Yeah. It's uh, it's old uh, school, and you're good at it. Did you did you play with the big racket back then? Did you have, like, a weed racket? You know, a big uh, no, bubble? I don't think... See, back then, they only had... Like, I used some heavy wooden racket. They had no kids' rackets, mm -hmm. no oversized rackets. I think the first big racket was the Prince Woody that yep. came out. yeah. And I didn't even have one of those. I think I was, actually, I that might have come out, and uh, I saw Pam Shriver use it. And I was like, wow, look at that. That's humongous. Now I, now I use that size, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so that was, what, late 60s when you were playing with, uh, with Russ? Um, or early? Yeah, I think so, because, yeah. Uh, yeah. Because I was born in 54, uh -huh. uh, I'm 65, mm. and I'll be 66 this year. Congrats, happy yeah. birthday coming yes, up. Yes, I made it, I made it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no. uh, so, you know, I'm proud I'm still walking around here. So. You're more than walking around. Oh, my You're not just a former tennis you know, champion. And, and you know what, it was funny, I, I was talking to a, a group, uh, we, you know, everybody does these Zoom calls, yeah. and it was my teammates from Trinity, and then girls that I knew that came after me that won a championship, uh, Carrie Fleming, Cromarty, Stephanie Tolleson, um, and then Donna was Donna Stockton Raup, she was on the phone, Mary Ham. It was so much fun. So cool. But, but it was funny. Mary was the only one besides me. I mean, I played. Uh, I love to play tennis. I mean, I mean, I may play pickleball, but it's only because you know my shoulder is cranky, so it doesn't like it when I serve too much. So, mm. pickleball you serve underhanded. 
But I must admit, I play exactly like I do in tennis. I chip and charge, yeah. I get to the net, and I try to make a volley. Awesome. You don't do any dinking? You, don't, you stay out of the kitchen? Uh, I do stay out of the kitchen, <laughs> although many times I have fallen in there. <laughs> hey, when you do play uh, tennis, uh, tell us about the Joanne Russell Pro-Am. You must be serving in that, or do you just kind of uh, run yes. it? Yes, I do play one one tournament a year, and I save my shoulder up for that tournament. It's the Joanne Russell Cup, and the, and it's like from it might be uh, 50, 55, 60, 65, so on up to like 80s, uh-huh. you know, all those age groups. And um, it was a lot of fun this year. Yeah. I mean, and uh, actually, I take it back. I did play intersectionals because they played them in Naples. Um, and I played in that, and I haven't played intersectionals in forever. But they said they were desperate, and I go, well, that's good. You know, hey, you're desperate. You asked me to play. Yeah. <laughs> it, it was great. I mean, our team came in third. We were so proud. And you played I, all weekend, if I recall, right? Oh, yeah. I was exhausted. I bet. I mean, my my poor arm was totally exhausted. And, uh, you know, I hurt my knee last year playing tennis, and I'd had surgery on it. So I had it last July. Um end of July, so I don't know, it was about seven months, maybe eight months or whatever it was, and I just had a big brace on it, and I played, I ran pretty well. All right, you're still so... I, I have to say, I'm still, I still move okay. Yeah, you're, you're fit, you're strong, I think you've always been on the, on the strong side, right, like you, you I, I don't remember you as somebody who got hurt a ton when you were p- competing. Well, you know what? What I look at now is you can have good technique now. Mm -hmm. I mean, there are so many pros that actually are good pros, but they can teach you good technique. They can teach you how to use your legs. Like, Mm. the reason why I have so many shoulder problems, I really did not use my legs well on my serve. On the serve, okay. Yeah, and so I could hit it. Oh, I could hit it hard. But I armed it, so you know you kind of wear you wear that joint out. But you know what? I I feel like any junior now can really, if you want good technique, all you need to do you watch. You know what? I think Roger Federer has really good technique. I, you know, I look at Stan Wawrinka. I love his one-handed backhand. Yeah. I I loved it. Like one summer, I came up here. And so I work with Steve on, and I said, Steve, I'll come up and teach for you in the summer, but you have to work on my backhand. Now, why do I have to work on my backhand? (laughs) I'm not going to play anything. (laughs) But you know what? That's the beauty of tennis. Like one summer, I changed my forehand, and and it's good. And then Steve, one summer, he worked on my forehand volley. Awesome. I mean, I've had a good thought. But see, it's so funny. In the summer... I come up here, I work with somebody who's fantastic, and, um, you know, we all practice together. And he goes, oh, no, I'll I'll help you with your, you know, when you work with somebody who's a really good pro, you learn a lot, and then you can improve your game for no reason whatsoever. I love it. I don't compete anymore, but I've had a couple of lessons this past year, and my backhand is way better than it was three, four years ago. Uh, So I, I share that with you. And also... 
It's almost like we like we talked about this before. My two favorites, technique-wise, I feel like Rogers. The uh, I know Craig feels this way too. The most fun to watch, and Stan is probably the one that we can imitate the most. I think. Uh, obviously, I'm not going to hit 110 mile an hour backhands like that guy, oh, but uh, but it's awesome. Either. Yeah, but his serve I can imitate. Although he pinpoints, I just go more with the the simple platform like a like hopefully like Roger, and then I land on the left. If I recall, you were one of the many people who landed on your right on the serve. Is that right? Uh, you know what? I did, but now I do it on my left. That's what I do, too, yeah. Yeah, like uh, like you, Boris, well, Noah. Well, you know, see, that was just like I didn't learn. You know, I never took a tennis lesson until maybe I was 14. Wow. And the first guy that gave me lessons said he... He told my dad, he said, you know, I think your daughter could be good. And he was running this tournament. My parents actually drove me to the tournament because it was close. Uh-huh. And I won, and it was a mirror. I think I double faulted 25 times. Wow. And was that the one, was that in Florida also, like near near you, Cape Coral? Yeah, it was in, it was in Cape Coral. Mm-hmm. It was pretty near us. And so this guy, he, he said to my dad, he said, you know, I think you're daughter she could be good she could be a pro now i'm only like 13 or 14 so my dad he told me this later he said you know honey i'm sorry i laughed (laughs) (laughs) your dad thanks dad appreciate it (laughs) thank you (laughs) but he did tell me later on when i was a pro Uh but he said you know hey honey you you just almost fault it 25 times and he said i don't know about that but anyway, and he was a guy, I mean, really, if it weren't for this guy, Tommy Boys, he was a pro in Cape Coral, and he eventually moved to Naples, but before he did, he said, why don't you bring your daughter up, and I'll give her lessons. Yeah, work with her. My parents brought me up on the weekend a couple of times, and then my dad told him, now this is, I find these things out later, that yeah. he said, well, you know, we've got three other kids and, you know, uh, we just can't afford it. And so Tommy Boy said, if you bring her up here on like Friday after work, she can spend the weekend with me and my wife and two kids. And what I did was he'd give me a lesson. And then when he was giving a lesson, I picked up balls. Uh-huh. I hit with the person while he went down the other end. Um, he gave me free lessons. Now, I didn't know it till I was a, like a pro. And I came back and um, my mom, she said, you know, I, I think you need to really thank uh, Tommy Boys for working with you all these years mm-hmm. and I go well I do appreciate him she goes no you don't know the full extent of our appreciation Whoa. and she goes you know all those tennis lessons you took he gave them to you for free because he really believed that you could be good it's not that we didn't believe but you know we have these three other kids we're all close <laughs> together and everybody was going to college yeah. at the same time and I went that is amazing I mean I, I, I would not have even you know, been a tennis player, I don't think. And good-naturedly, you did the interning in a way. You did the ball pickup and the the being a hitter. Well, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't care. I just wanted to be out on the tennis court, and if 
whatever he wanted. My mom, dad said, look, you go out there and if he says pick up all the balls, you do it. Awesome. You know, it's like I'll give a lesson now and somebody will be like walking away going, no, 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 no. I said, here's the basket. Yeah. You get up there and pick up the balls. Well, we never pick up the balls. I said, well, you're picking them up now. <laughs> that is great. So, so you, you played a lot of national tournaments and, and juniors. I assume that uh, you did really well. How did you get to Trinity? How, how of all places did I'm sure other places uh, wanted you to play? Maybe a Florida, a Florida State. Oh yes. no, yeah? no, no. Um, well, you know, I thought I was pretty good, but um, I wanted to go to Arizona because you know I'd seen these stories. Now remember, this is no, no social media. Yep, no, sure. there was like a phone. And it was like a dial phone. <laughs> uh, a rotary. So, yeah, yes. So um, I wanted to go there, so I wrote letters and, you know, and hey, they just did not write back. <laughs> so I needed, a, I needed some financial aid. So I went to Mary Baldwin College because I knew one person that went there. And um, so I went there for a semester, and really the one person that I thought was going to be there took like a sabbatical and was going to school in Ireland or someplace. And, you know, I just I just didn't feel like, okay. So I told my mom and dad, and Tommy, once again, he calls Clarence Mabry, who's the men's coach. Sure, big man. Trinity. Yeah, we know him here in Texas yeah. for sure. So Clarence says, well, you know, we've got a couple good women here, and uh, John Newman is coach here, and blah, blah, blah. And he said, well, how's your daughter's grades? And he goes, I think they're good. And he said, oh, good. He said, well, we just need a few things. Yeah. And uh, so when I went to Trinity for the second semester, um, I didn't know, you know, I had no idea who was on the team. But Clarence Mabry, I was like, okay, I'm all over that. Yeah, yeah. So I go there. I know nobody. Uh, the school was awesome. I mean, it's a great, great school. And then Donna Stockton, Mary Ham, Val Franta, and myself, and I think it was Wendy Hitt, uh, was on our team. And so that second semester, okay, my my best friend, you know, Donna Stockton, this was later, like, okay, I get there first semester. So John puts me at five so inside you know i'm saying i am not a five player i am a one player i didn't say that out loud yeah every day i go to practice i go no i am a one player so i get there and you know we go to these tournaments so i win these tournaments so now i graduate going up and i play one Mm. um and, and Donna says, well, you know, we didn't know you, and we didn't really like you <laughs> when uh, when you were in. I'm like, what? She goes, oh, oh, no, we didn't like you. She goes, but then you won everything. She goes, we really liked you then. <laughs> uh, the so it, it was awesome. It's the best experience I ever had. I mean, I, I loved it. My team was, we were awesome. And that year that I got there now, they used to run the, the nationals differently they they would put you in one big humongous draw everybody you know one they didn't have it flighted flighted like like ones twos threes yeah yes everybody's in the draw so um uh we beat stanford 
by one and a half points. Awesome. Like you, and like if you got to the third round or the fourth round and you lost, you went into a back draw and you got half half points, points for the yeah yeah the half points, and it was so exciting. And our coach, I, he didn't even come with us. John didn't he, come with you. No, he didn't come because he said he could. You know, he was. Well, you know, I'm sure back then, what did they pay you to be a coach of a women's tennis team? Nothing, yeah. practically. So he said, well, you know, I really, you know, I got to teach lessons at the club. <laughs> so Donna gets on the payphone. So we're all four there crowded into this payphone. And so she calls up John and she she says, John, he said, yes, how did you do? How'd you do? And she looks at the phone and she's. She yells into the phone. She goes, we won, and then smashes the phone down, and that was it. Where were Nationals held at that time? Where, where did where'd y'all play? Uh, I think it was in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, nice facility. Big sure. Place. I still can't yeah. believe that he didn't go up there. I mean, he just he just sent you all up there by yourself, put you on the plane? And uh, yeah, I, basically. I'm not even sure who came with us. There wasn't a representative from the school or anything? Uh, there might have been, but they weren't the tennis coach. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember who it is. That's... But after that, he never not went, let me tell well, you. No yeah. kidding, yeah. I mean, that, that's a pretty big deal. How many rounds did it take to win the, the darn thing in singles? Was it like a 256 oh, draw? Oh, my God. It, it was a huge draw. Yeah. I mean, um, let's see. 16, it was bigger than a 125, I'm okay. sure, because all the schools, everybody right. just put everybody in. Right. So it, it was a little bit bigger than that, I think. I mean, it was huge. Mm -hmm. yeah, I mean, At least that's... it seemed like it to me. It's like kind of like Wimbledon. Yes. You, like if you're in singles now, at Wimbledon I got to the quarters one time, and I'm telling you, I played and played, and I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God. I, I just won a tournament. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I imagine. It was only in like whatever round. It was like yeah. the fourth round. Right, you know? right. Like, oh my god. Yeah, like a two fifty six draw. That's eight matches. You win Wimbledon. Right. You have to win seven. Seven, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh my god, yeah. yeah. And then you play doubles uh, on. I mean, you play doubles oh, on yeah. top of that too. You play doubles too. So. The guys retired. I'm sure by the end of the day. Oh, we were exhausted. <laughs> but it's good tennis. <laughs> we were exhausted. I'm sure it was I think fun. That, I think one year the, uh, I think her name was Shirley Rushing. She was the, um, you know, I don't know what she did. She was like the modern dance instructor, I think. Um, but she went with us one time. I think that was the time that she went. And she didn't really, you know, she didn't really know a lot about tennis. Mm -hmm. But, hey, she was there. Hey, but you all won in 73-75 and runner-up in 74. Those are three yeah. pretty good years right right there. Uh, right. Yeah, I think my first year we won. Second year we were runner-up. My third year we won. Then I turned pro after that. But Donna and the, the new girls that came, they won that next year. Oh, really? In 76? So Donna Stockton won three out of four years. Mm -hmm. Interesting. That's pretty that's pretty amazing. Yeah, that's really big, and that's a big, with that being that big of an event, also too. I mean, that that's a rugged event that uh, not four times, you know. You know yeah, you, and now the they finals. haven't flighted, which is yeah. probably right. Better. Yeah, it's it's not as, as yeah, because that's the team championship. Sure. Like, and that was 
you won the individual and the team all in one tournament. And oh, now okay. they have the team is sure. the flight in one. Yeah. And, and then, then if you're invited to, you know, you qualify to play in the individual, then you get in that. And it's still a pretty big tournament. I mean, that's that's a long that's a long haul. Uh, at Wimbledon, tell us about that. I know she's a lefty with a big serve, too. Well, uh, if... Let's see, if I got by Sylvia Hanukkah, and I think she was seated really high. I mean, she was the fourth seed at Wimbledon, and I beat her. And it was a tough match yeah. and everything. So um, so she goes in there, and they're first. And uh, they're asking her, oh, does Joanne have a chance against Martina? She goes, well, she has no chance. <laughs> None. And uh, so... I take it you're all good friends. In, I, hey, I've never even been in the press room at Wimbledon. So I come in there, and, you know, I'm in the quarters. Yeah. So they said, well, you know, Sylvia Hanukkah said you don't have a chance against Martina. <laughs> and I got there, and I started laughing, and I went, I have a better chance than she does. Yeah. And then, bam. So good. Going. Man, it didn't drop a beat. I mean, comedic timing, and uh, you've got the mind of a champ. That's beautiful. Uh, I don't know, but I'm telling you. Whew, I went, <laughs> Sylvia, Sylvia, man, don't do that. Yeah, that was a big mistake, Hanukkah, yeah. Are you are you all Christmas card uh, partners do you, anymore? <laughs> or, or, or never well, more? you know what? I'm telling you, we all, you know, everybody's competitive. Yeah. Sure. And, you know, think about it. People grow up in different types of, of situations. You know, back in the day when people were coming, like Martina, she just couldn't get on a plane and come over. Yeah. I mean, hey, she had to get picked, and, you know, they wouldn't let you out of the country if they didn't think you were worthy. I mean, come on. Uh, when I heard that, I was I was shocked. You know, hey, I came from, you know, a little town, and, hey, you know, I'm scrapping and clawing, but yeah. at least if I want to go to that tournament, I'm going to that tournament. Yeah, I didn't have to get somebody to say I was good enough to get on this team to go to that tournament. I mean, hey, there was, you know, there's a lot more rough situations that people come from, and uh, and when they get to the tournament, nothing's gonna stop them, you know. And so I just go, hey, we've got them paying attention. We're good, you know. Hey, I liked it. I I love competition. Yeah. Um. And you know what? I I wasn't going to get intimidated by anybody. I mean, somebody can beat me. Okay, fine. That's good. Mm. So, hey, you won. Yep. There's a ne there's always going to be a next time. I mean, come on. There's not that many people who go through life and they never lose a match. Yeah. yeah that, that I was mean, a when I was in the juniors, I don't think Chris Everett, she and I were in the same juniors. And uh, I don't think she lost very many matches. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I lost a few matches. The, the uh, early days of the tour, you, you knew just about everybody on the tour. Were there some some uh, people that were not well-liked out there? You don't have to say anything, but I'm just kind of curious. Did everybody like everybody and get along? I mean, uh, obviously, you can trade uh, some fun-natured ribbing. You know? I think, you know, all in all, I, I think they did. Of course, like, you know, Billy Jean was still playing when I was on the tour, and right. he was not that nice. 
Point and simple. I got the biggest fine I ever got. I think no, I was playing Camp T Garden. Uh-huh. Um, but I would play Billy, and Billy, she would try to intimidate you, intimidate the line, uh, the umpire, and she would stall. Like, but they had rules where you know you got so many seconds and this and that. So I'm playing Billy at this tournament, and I'm winning. And she is arguing a call, and I'm, I go over to the umpire, and I'm looking up, and I'm yelling, and I said, I hope you have your watch on this, yeah. because I'm timing it. And I said, you give her a point penalty. So I'm yelling at the umpire, I'm yelling at Billy, Billy's yelling at me. I mean, see, that's not exactly that endears you to somebody. Yeah. But, um, but actually, you know what? I, hey, when I see Billy now, I just love it. It's, it's a lot of fun. Because you know that all that stuff, that stuff falls away. Yeah. Sure. You know, hey, that's in the past. Right. And at that time, but, it probably it what you yeah, you're, you're competing time, against each hey, other. What, yeah. Hey, I don't know what she thought of me. I'm yelling at the umpire. I'm yelling at her, and I'm going. I'm not. I'm not losing this match because she's going over her time to argue. I <laughs> said, get get on her. Yeah. Give her a point penalty. I mean, you you really you sound like Nick complaining about how umpires treat Rafa really well and give him a little leeway here and there with the time violations. It, it's, oh, well, it, it's yes, Rafa. Hey, still you know, going. Rafa on. knows he goes over the time, and they should pay attention to that. And yeah. Nick should do it in a nicer way to the umpire before the match starts. He goes, "Hey, look, come on now." Yeah, it's Rafa. Keep the keep the clock on him, but just you know what, nobody. Hey, look, it's, it's the same. You go in a store and you want to buy something or you're ordering something, and if you are nasty, are you kidding me? Your order goes to the bottom of the pile. Yeah, it's the same. You know, I'd love to do the Rafa. Rafa, yeah. what do you think about that, Rafa? You need a little schmoozing lesson. Yeah, yeah. Rafa, I mean, what do you think about uh, giving uh, people giving you lots of consideration, umpires and linesmen? Well, I don't think uh, anybody's giving me any preferential treatment. You know, Nick is a much, much bigger hitter than me, and uh, Nick has his, he's a different guy. He has his own opinions. And, and Nick, Nick, like, walks in there like, mate, you call yourself an umpire. Like, piss off. Next question. Like, <laughs> it's like, you know, you're getting paid to be up there. You know, you're not doing your job, mate. It's just, uh, so, bro, you know. So, so like, like that, for me, that's the most interesting dynamic is those two, which you're reminding me of, you and BJK. Yeah, I mean, and now, oh, my gosh, you get along so well. Yeah. I mean, really, it's, it, I love it. No, I like a little controversy. Oh, yeah. Know? It's kind of like Jordan traveling in basketball. Mm-hmm. They always said he got three or four steps. It's like the guy's traveling. It was like, hey, it's MJ, man. Come on, yeah. you know. It's yeah. Michael you know, Jordan. Sister, he gets he, a couple he steps. He doesn't watch sports or anything, but because, you know, I'm at the house and I go, oh, we got to watch Sports Center, you know, and so I'm watching. Yeah. She now, like, knows sports. She does, and, the whole thing. And so, so, okay, we're watching basketball. She goes, that is a travel. Yeah. They don't walk. It's like China's closer. <laughs> oh my God, that guy's walking. I go, I'm not sure they call that anymore. I mean, people just travel in basketball now. You just you just take three or four steps. That's good enough. Yeah. You know, whatever. Oh yeah. But my sister, she can't take it. I go, Lee, stop with the traveling. Right. I said, it, it's it's a constant here. <laughs> yes. So so how how'd you get partnered up with? Helen Gurley. What was the story yeah, on that? I, we're kind of interesting to, to know about that. Then all the then you you do something very special and unique also too. Tell us about Wimbledon. 77. Yeah, this is seventy seven Wimbledon uh, doubles draw. Hit it. Okay. Well, uh, first 
how I get Helen is I was going to play with Janet Newberry, uh-huh. and she forgot to tell her partner that she was playing with me. You know? uh-huh. And so Wimbledon accepts the first entry that gets there. So um, Laura DuPont and Janet, Laura sends the entry in. So now it's very close to the cutoff. And the WTA calls me and says, uh, you don't have a partner. So, uh, you know, we've got a list here. Who do you want to play with? And I go, what? She hadn't told me. She knew I'd be pissed. Wow. So um, they're naming all these names off, and I'm thinking, oh, my God. I, I've never seen any of these people go to the net except to shake hands at the end of the match. <laughs> so then they say, Helen Gourlay, and I'm thinking, you know what? I think I've seen her play. I was in college, and I played a uh, – I was trying to get into this pro tournament in Houston – and I think I saw her play, and I think I saw her go to the net a couple of times. <laughs> look, there was no, like, oh, let's watch, uh, you know, on YouTube, this yeah. and that, or whatever. There's none of that. No. So it's like I'm dredging this up, and I'm thinking, okay, I said, sign me up with her. So there you go. So then we were supposed to play in a tournament before Wimbledon, but she wasn't going to play the tournament at the last second. So... Basically, I'm not exactly sure what she looks like. <laughs> you know what she looks like. <laughs> and you're about to play <laughs> the I, I biggest tournament. And then at, at Wimbledon, you know, now it's renovated, so it's a little different. But they had a locker room that I swear was below street level, one that was on street level, and then they had another one. So I'm in, like, this middle locker room that's tiny, and Helen's in some other locker room. So I still didn't see her. So I go out and I play singles. And I play the worst match I ever played in my life. I lost to Rosie Casals, oh. I think, oh and oh. And oh. Mm. So I'm thinking, oh, my God, that was so bad. So now I'm mentally packing my suitcase. But, you know, I keep telling myself, well, you know what? I just played the worst I ever played in my life. I can't go down any further. I said, I must be due for something good here. Yeah. The only place I can go is up. What a great so attitude. They, so they call us for our match. Now, we are playing the second seeds in the first round. So we are now playing Chris Everett and Rosie Cassell. Mm-hmm. Nice draw. Nice draw. <laughs> so we're on court two, which is a big show court there. So we're there, and Helen is not there. And I said, look, she's in a different locker room. She is here. Like, I didn't really know she was there, but I was assuming she was there. And I said, you know, she's got to walk from this further locker room, and, you know, I'm making up all this stuff. And they're like, okay. So every time the gate rattle, I'm thinking, is that Helen? And then finally, she walks in because she had tennis rackets and a tennis dress on. I went, oh, that's got to be her. <laughs> You're pretty, so, she, she's pretty good at that. Yeah, she's, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, so she walks over, and so we all are, you know, getting ready. And she says, oh, do you mind playing the backhand side? And I go, no, no, I always play the backhand side. Well, I hadn't played backhand side since I was like 12 years old. I always play the forehand side. I mean, never play the backhand even now i never play the backhand if wow. I can help it. so i go no i'm unbelievable on the backhand side you just rolled with it you're yeah. like yeah. improv I, uh, I mean we're we're like there standing on the court and then she says to me she looks at me and she goes oh do you mind serving first and i go no not at all i am serving unbelievable <laughs> today yeah. and then 
you guys didn't know, but I double faulted like 28 times in my match against Rosie Casale. Against one of the so same people. I, I thought to myself, how lucky is this? She didn't see that match. Yeah. <laughs> or so the 12 year old finals. Ellen, I am serving unbelievable today. Yes. So we go out and I serve unbelievable. I mean, it was amazing. So we, you know, it's like one, I serve first. It's like 1-0, one, oh, one, one, and then Helen gets up to serve. So she's back there, and, you know, I'm at the net. Seriously, I, it, I couldn't even hear it. It was so spinny, like it was soft. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. It was right. soft. And I went, I swear, I think it rolled up and hit me in the back of the leg. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. Uh-oh. So we, we, we lose her serve. So we're switching sides, and I go past Rosie and Chris first, and they're talking about hurrying it up, and maybe if they hurry, they can make the play. Wimbledon would give us tickets to fantastic shows and plays. I thought you were going to say dinner. (laughs) So I'm thinking to myself, well, I hope Helen didn't hear that. Yeah. So I sit down, I'm telling off and whatever. So Helen sits to me, and she's this very petite thing. I mean, really, she makes me look big, like I'm the Hulk. <laughs> so she's sitting there, and she looks at me, and she's, uh, she's uh, from Tasmania originally, and she learned how to play uh, played more tennis in Australia. Mm-hmm. So she says to me, she says, we are not losing this match. And Ooh. I'm looking at her going, yes. Damn straight. So we go out there, and I'm serious. Helen and I did this thing. Like, we'd sit, and I'd go, all right, if you serve it here, I will poach every single time. You committed. I said, no questions asked. If it goes to her backhand, if it goes to Chris's forehand, I'm poaching. If it goes to Rosie's forehand or backhand, I'm poaching. I said, but if it slips and she runs around it, I'll fake and I'll stay. Yeah. Every time we were like, like streaking across net. Well, we beat them like two and five or something like that. Awesome. I go, well, maybe you'll have time to get to that show now. Yeah, you can go to the show. That was great, Seth. (laughs) Get to that show. But that, that was it. It was, it was amazing. I mean, Helen served were great because I go, okay, if you get it over here, I poach. If you hit it there, I poach. Uh, you know, Anytime I asked her to poach on my serve, she did. She was she was so fast. Oh, my God, and had a great volley. So great volley. Did the crowd get behind you eventually? I'm sure oh, there's... Oh, yeah. So Rosie, mean, and, awesome. and Rosie and Chris had the, 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 the crowd at first, and all of a sudden they go, hmm, they yeah. smelled a little upset going yeah, on, and then yeah, they, we they turned. Yeah, we were the underdogs, yes. We were unseated, and we just beat the second seat. So somebody says, well, okay, maybe you beat them, and whatever, you... Did some, what did nice little win. I go honestly. We, I swear, I think we played a seed almost every round. Like it was the second seeds, and then uh, we played the seven seeds. We played the fourteen seeds. Uh, we played the first seeds in the finals. Uh, it, it was it was amazing. Hey guys, this is Dave the Brain with Texmex Productions. Thank you so much for listening. At this point. There was a technical difficulty in the live stream and the audio cut out. So this would be a perfect moment if you need to take a break or if you need to switch something, go ahead. If you want to come back, I'm going to go re-engage the conversation. And here we go. Back in the day, yeah. you have to put down who you're hitting with, your name, and they give you a can of four balls. Mm-hmm. 
So I I put the name John McEnroe, Joanne Russell, Canna Balls. And so Madame Durer looks at it and she goes, Joseph, you are playing with John McEnroe? <laughs> and I go, yes, yes I am. And so now she turns in her friend. She goes, bah, 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 John McEnroe. <laughs> and I go, just give me the damn ball. Yeah. I'm John. So I grab the balls and I run. Get in the car. We're not even playing there. And I go, well, when are you playing, John? He goes, well, we're next on. I go, next on? The guy could pass out and, you know, they're calling your name. Well, we're just going over to Tiro Pichon. Yeah. So I'm like, okay. So it's me, Mary, and John in the car. And so the guy is kind of getting lost. And John's like, oh, God, oh, God. He's like, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. So we finally get there, and John's got a court, which is nice, and it's like away from the other courts, and there's this little stance. So we start hitting, and I'm telling you, I would have won the French Open if John McEnroe warmed me up. Wow. He is the best ball I've ever, oh my God, it was so good. Mm -hmm. So rhythmical. He doesn't try to, like, hit a hard one, hit a topspin over your head. I mean... I, I thought I was a really good player after I'd warmed up with John. I mean, it was amazing. So I looked to the left, and there's Barry. Yeah. For a moment there, she was sitting by herself. Now the stands are full. Wow. So, okay, John and I are warming up. And unbeknownst to me, Mary, his French guy, comes down and she goes, Who's this woman hitting with John McEnroe? <laughs> and so Mary looks at them and goes, Oh, when John needs a little confidence builder in his game... He calls Joanne to uh, come and hit with him. I mean, she is making up a long in French. So he turns to the crowd. He's talking in French. He goes, oh, my God, John Russell. And I mean, I had no idea what they were saying. Yeah. Okay, we're warming up, and he's, like, looking good. It looked good to me. And he goes, okay, let's play some points. And I'm thinking, oh, no. Oh, that yes. would not be a good idea. Yes. Uh, I mean, come on. And he goes, Go over on the backhand side and I'll serve. Well, he's got one of the best lefty serves. And I'm thinking, well, this is going to be a short point. He's going to ace me. So I'm kind of standing back and he starts his warm up. And you know how he does that little bobbing thing that he does. Yeah, and the rock. Goes yeah. down and then he comes up. So he's doing that. And I'm like, I'm too far back. He's going to ace me. So by the time he hits the ball, now I'm almost three feet inside the baseline. And I just make a split, and honest to God, I just guessed. I mean, I just totally guessed. And I thought, ah, forehand. I, I could have whiffed. It could have gone to the backhand. Yeah. And I hit it perfectly, and I passed him. Wow. And so he's, like, looking at me like, oh, come on. You know, <laughs> and he's, like, touching his hair again. And I'm like, well, John, it was lucky. It was lucky, honest to God. So now, you know, the French guy, he's coming over to Mary again. And, you know, Mary's, like, whopping up that story. <laughs> And uh, so John's, you know, he's like, get over there again. And so I go, okay, fine. So I'm back there. And I'm too far back again, and I just start running in, and I'm thinking, uh, okay, he's going to ace me on the backhand side. So I just go there, and I hit a backhand, and it's a winner. Come on. Two in a row. So John, John looks at me and goes, I've had enough. Done. So we get, we get back in the car, and the only reason he was warming up with me was he had tennis elbow, I think. Mm. He had a sore elbow. And I remember the guy who was playing, Drew Gitlin. Oh, I remember Drew Gitlin, right? Gitlin, yeah. Yeah, Drew Gitlin. Yep. And so as the car pulls up, 
John gets out, Mary and I are getting out, and they're calling John's name to go on center court. <laughs> Time wow. Out. Wow. I mean, how amazing is that? He has a lot of confidence yeah. in me. Yeah. It was, oh, God. That's so funny. Hey, was that uh, 1984 when he went all the way to the final? Uh, it might have been. I mean, any year at the French Open, you could tell me I had no big yeah. wins. Nothing mm. to, you know, <laughs> to like, oh, yes, yeah, that was my, that was it. You and the clay weren't uh, best friends, I take it, right? Yeah, but now I play so much on clay, yeah. I really feel I would do better. I'm sure. Except, you... I'm, too, except I'm too old now. <laughs> To, to I don't think that. You grew up in Florida. Come yeah, on, you're yeah, in clay. Yeah, you got clay all the well, time. Well, you know what? Back when I was a kid, in Naples, all we had were hard courts. I see. But every tournament was on clay. Yeah, You sure. know, it was on green clay. And in Orlando, they actually sure. had a tournament on red clay. On red, yeah. Um, so, you know, thank goodness, lucky for me, because I don't think I would have been half the player. See, and then... They all changed. There were so many tournaments. They changed over where they played all these tournaments on hard instead of clay. And see, now they're going back. A lot of the tournaments, most of the tournaments are on clay courts. Well, you know, except the big tennis center in Orlando. Right. Like, no. so do you um, think, do those you... are all hard courts, but they've got clay there also, and they also have red clay. So. Yeah, they've got a little bit of everything. Yeah. Do you think yeah, that some of our problems that we have in in the U.S. is that we don't play enough on clay? I mean, I'm interested to hear your standpoint, because you, you grew up in the heyday of American tennis, and we dominated everything. Yeah. Not not me, personally, but but you were there with the women and the guys. We, we were definitely uh, champs on both sides. Do you think, is it because we don't practice on clay enough? I, I don't know about that. I'm, what, are, uh, what are your thoughts? I, I think there are plenty of, you know, like now I see tennis academies, they're all on clay. Sure. Mm-hmm. Really, they are. So that's not it. But but look, I I didn't go to an academy. Jimmy Connors didn't go to an academy. Right. Yep. Um, Good point. Back in row, there was no academy. I mean, you know, they used to go to Port Washington. Right, like Long you Island. Didn't, you didn't drill. I mean, hey, I did get better when I went to college. It's the first time I ever did a drill. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was no one to drill with. Like, I had crappy-looking strokes and whatever, but I'm telling you, my coach would go, look, if it's not working, if you can't get it over, he said, I don't care how you get it over. He said, I know you're not a pusher. Yeah. I mean, but he said, if you have to lob 50 times for your forehand or your backhand to come back, he said, do it. He said, why do you want to lose a match just because you're stubborn and you're going to hit the ball in the net 500 times? And I go, okay. He said, don't you want to win? I said, oh, yeah. So, you know, I think it's more you played everybody. I mean, you just play. I played a lot. Right. I mean, I wish I had better technique. You know, I think there, you know, I learned better technique as I got older Mm. because I wanted to change. Like, you, you can't change anybody because people are too afraid they're going to lose. Sure. So you have to realize that if you're going to change, it has to be you and you can't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Because if you're afraid, you'll always go to the fallback position, which is whatever you used to do. Sure. So, like, 
my coach had retired, so I found a new coach. His name is Lenny Sherman. So uh, I, right before I'm supposed to go take from him, I, I did something to my back, and I was I fractured a vertebrae in my back. So I was out for three months. So I was not very good, and I had no confidence and nothing. I go to this guy, and he barely knows me. My sister was taking from him and another girl, Elise Bergen. Mm-hmm. So he looks at me, and this is the first thing he says. He says, okay, I'll coach you, and I'll give you lessons. And he said, but I have a couple of rules. And I go, okay, what are they? I mean, I was desperate. You know, I wanted to, I, I had nothing. And he said, I don't want to hear one negative thing out of your mouth. Incredible. And he said, otherwise, the lesson is over and you pay the full price. Now, hey, he charged. Now, this was ages ago. Yeah. It was 65 an hour. So I go, okay, I can do it. So I go out there, and I'm telling you, I think I lasted 10 minutes. And he goes, Put your check on the desk over there. That's it. Ten minutes. Yeah, ten minutes. I went every day. I think the longest I lasted was 15 minutes before I said I sucked. I can't hit a backhand. (laughs) My forehand stings. Yeah. And he'd go, oh, look at that, 15 minutes. So then I come, and we usually would go early. So some goony-looking guy is sitting over on the bench, you know, and it's like, eight o'clock in the morning or seven thirty or whatever. And I go I go up and I go, Lenny, who's that guy? And he goes, Well, I didn't want to waste the court time. Yeah, he knew an hour less. <laughs> he said, You never last an hour. And I was like, Oh yeah. and it took me I think it took me oh, two weeks, two and a half weeks to make it to 45 minutes with a lesson every day. Nice going. And you know what? Thank God that guy was my coach. And he was firm because I would have quit tennis. Because when you're so bad, you know, when you finally get to this certain point, you're going going good, and then you have an injury, and you like, like you fall off the mountaintop. Uh, You know, I was in the top 25 in the world. Yeah. And here I am. I'm you know, so negative, and he just refused to let me be negative. And then he really worked hard. He changed. You know how open stance forehand came in with Agassi. Sure. That Joanne, this is going to help you. It's going to make you faster. And seriously, it took me to get it solid. Yeah. One whole year. I mean, it was hilarious watching me try to run out wide and get my right foot out there <laughs> instead of my left foot. But it was the best thing I learned, and I was better when I was older because of this guy. He, and he said, you are a very rare person. I go, what do you mean? He goes, most people will not change. Mm. They can't because they're too afraid they're going to lose. I go, I would have lost anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I really did stick. And he goes, oh. I go, no, not anymore. He, but uh, yeah, it was it was the best. I mean, uh, you know, even now, you know, sometimes you go, okay, you know, you get a little negative. You go, yeah. no, I love that shot. Like he didn't care if I screamed, but I had to scream something positive. Positive, like, right? I missed like ten forehands in a row, and I go, 
at the top of my lungs in an indoor club. Thank God it was early. Um, I'd be like, I love my forehead. forehead. I love that shot. That is my favorite shot. I make it every time. Oh, my God. He'd be over there clutching himself. He'd laugh him so hard. (laughs) Hey, did that have a... uh, did yeah, that have an in, did that have an influence on you that lesson or that methodology did that have an influence on the way you coached when you were a college coach yes and you know what I could not be negative I no. had one girl like um you know I'm over there going you can do it come on yeah you know that your backhand's so good and this and I'm telling her everything that's good awesome and uh, so. Okay, she looks at me and she is so pissed off. <laughs> she she's like two inches from my face. I was like, "Wow, I need a mask." Yeah. Um, and she's screaming in my face. She goes, "You are so positive." <laughs> and I go, uh, "Okay." Relentless. And you know what? But that's not what they got. That was not their coach. And I go, yeah. "You know what? Okay." I said. But I, I'm sorry, I cannot be negative. I said, you are so good. I said, honest to God, I don't think I looked this good in college. I said, you know, there's only a couple of things different. Mm. I said, you know what? I really wanted to win. And I said, I don't care how ugly it looks. I'm going to get it over, and I'm going to figure it out. I said, that's all you have to do. And I said, I'm helping you figure out that girl's weakness. And I said, if you can kick it over to it, I said, honest, if you can just guts it out and yeah. throw a few balls over, I said, you are going to win this match. And she's Love like, it. okay. And you know what? Sometimes they won, sometimes they lost. Hey. But, you know, they come off, and I go, hey, it's a, you know what? Let's. Just come back to the drawing board. Just work hard and practice. I said, that's improvement. And they're like, but I lost. And I go, hey, learn from your losses. That's that's what you got to do. Learn from your losses. Great, great lessons there. Hey, let's move into um, uh, a story about, uh, you know, you, you mentioned your dealings with McEnroe in a positive, fun way. Um, Billie Jean King uh, uh, trying to hold her accountable or hold umpires uh, to hold her accountable. Tell us about your your uh, your interactions with the great Anastasia at Hilton Head, and it was on TV, if I recall. Oh, Nastasi, he he could be bad. Oh. He, could, he could be he could be bad. He could. could be mean. He could be cruel. Um, and so uh, Ben Testerman and I playing Hana and Ely, and it was a great tournament. You know. You didn't have to worry about your points or your ranking or anything. Uh-huh. And they invited, like, an awesome group of people playing doubles. And when you say Hana, this is the legendary Hana, Hana Manlikova. Yes, Hana Manlikova. Yeah, the, one yeah. of the best, yeah. Manlikova or uh, yeah. Manlikova? No, don't worry, she's Manlikova, the best. But, yeah. So um, we're playing this match, and honestly, it... it Starts off great, you know, we're having good points, but Nastasi is just ragging on this poor man that's our umpire. Uh-oh. And um, so, you know, he, he did some, I didn't like it. So I, 
I, I walked to the bottom of the umpire's chair and I wasn't yelling or anything because I, you know, I said, excuse me, sir. I said, are we, are we using the rules, the USTA rule book here? I said, because that man has insulted me, my partner. He's insulted you, your manhood. I, I said, what, what more does it take I said, come on, you know, and I wasn't speaking too loud. Yeah. And Nastasi, he knows I'm talking about it. Yeah. So he runs up to the net and he's like, oh, oh, oh. and I just turned, I just looked at him, I just turned around and I'm walking back to receive serve. He fires a ball and it's two inches from my head. Come on. And so I just keep walking. I go, well, he's, he better be defaulted if he hits me in the head with the ball. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I just ignore it. You know, I go, I hope he's, uh, you know, got good aim today. <laughs> so I turn around and he's, ah, you know, he's yelling and whatever. So the umpire, he's totally unnerved. He's, oh my God, that poor man. You know, he's like, he, he doesn't know what to call. So I'm just like, let's just play. Let's yeah. play. So Ben, Ben and I lose, I think, in three sets, like, seven six and the um third and it we go up to the the net and i shake hannah's hand uh-huh. and i look at nastasi and i just go uh you know and i just just like that yeah like and no i thanks. start walking off and he calls me every name he can think of in, in Romanian? The C word, the B word. Oh my God. Uh, All in English. Mean, he used every word, and it was loud. Mm. I mean, and I'm looking at him like, what the hey? No one is saying anything. So uh, my stuff is on the other side, so I have to cross the net. So he's got to cross. I'm going to cross. So yeah. I'm there. I'm just not reacting to any of this stuff so he he comes up he takes his fist back like he's gonna hit me and i started laughing i go oh come on i said what are you gonna get that big fat bodyguard of yours over here what's his name bimbo he did he had that huge guy yeah like weighed 300 pounds he was like a huge it was his bodyguard i said what are you gonna get him what are you gonna have him hit my grandma or something i said come on and he shoves me out of the way so um i i was like you know my brother he saw it on tv he was furious he said joe i he's he wasn't there he called me later he said i can't believe someone didn't say anything Mm. he said honestly i would have i would have punched the guy out i'm sorry he said that that was terrible. So you know, I'm kind of upset. So okay, I get up and you know, I, it matches over. I just leave. You know, we're leaving. Yeah. So Mary is doing the TV there, and she said, "Russ, can I interview you?" And I go, "Sure, yeah, you can interview me. Fine." So she asked me, and I said, "Look, Mayor, I come to this tournament because it's fun." Mm-hmm. I said, "You know, look like." 
played with, Ben Testerman, nicest guy ever. Right. Now, you know, and uh, Hana, and I said, look, there's one guy here. I mean, what the hey? But I said, look, if that's what people want, they can have it. You know what? They can invite him back next year. I'm not coming. Because mm. I said, this is one of my most favorite tournaments. And I said, I don't have to put up with that kind of abuse from anybody. And I said, there you go. That's like, that's it in a nutshell, what I told yeah, yeah. And so then I guess ESPN, they were covering it, and they had a lot of people call up. Uh, so I was invited back next year, and I don't think Mastazi was. And he wasn't. All right. It's, it's no, bit. he was not. Yeah. But that was, he was not very nice. <laughs> what did Ben do? What was Ben doing? Did, did, was he like, hey, Joanne, come on, you know. Or was he, did he go over to L.A. and start putting his finger in, in Illy's chest? Or did, what, what was Ben doing? And, and, and as far as I recall, well, Ben was a pretty ben good guy. Was, uh, big, big he was guy. a Christian. Okay. You know, and, oh, I could tell, like before, you know, before, Ben, I think, would have punched his lights out. But, oh, my gosh, you see, he was like, he, it was like trying to do the right thing and not do anything. And his wife was so cute. She was like, oh. I mean, oh, God, I, I mean, I went, you know what, he would. If that was, you know, if, if it wasn't like in his, you know, born-again Christian thing, you'd turn the other cheek. I mean, that's what he was doing, and I mean, I knew it. He, he's such a nice guy. Yeah, but somebody fires a ball at my partner's head. Yeah, I'm, going, I'm walking around it. the other side going, hey, dude, come on, yeah. knock I it know, off. You know? I know, but, you know, hey. Yeah, I know. It's still... Mm-hmm. That's you know what? Yeah. I I would have loved it, but you know, hey, I I could have done something myself. I mean, I tried. Are you, are you and Illy friends to this day? Do you ever talk to him? Well, you know what? I I think he's uh, you know he's he doesn't remember these things. Like, <laughs> do you remember when Illy Nastasi went out to play Arthur Ashe in the finals of the U.S. Clay Court, and he put blackface on? Yes. Yes, I remember that. They, uh, so, you know, he is a man who knows nothing. Right. Yeah. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Even now, you know, like it's all past, uh, you know, I just did like, hey, you, you know, I can be nice to everyone. Yeah. You know, what the hey? You can't carry all that bitterness and hate inside you sometimes you have to let it go otherwise your life is not going to be worth anything you are going to be miserable Mm. so you know it's a and it's not just tennis you apply that to let me tell you you apply it to a lot of things you have such a good uh, big picture view and and while we're on the subject of, of big picture and you mentioned carrillo a few times Tell us about working as an ESPN commentator with the likes, or, or NBC you did some work with too, right? So tell us about yeah. working with Nagelson, oh. Bud Collins, Dick Enberg, Mary Carrillo herself. Oh my gosh, I can't tell you what gentlemen Dick Enberg and Bud Collins were. Love them. I mean, they were two, uh, I couldn't have been luckier. If I made a mistake, you know, they weren't, like, slashing and burning me. No. They were, like, taking me aside saying, okay, now this is how you could say it better. Mm. You know, um, and then uh, a couple guys I worked with who were um, 
like in the Trump, they'd say, okay, when you're on camera, picture yourself sitting on a sofa. Uh, no, you're on the camera and you're, there's a sofa over there. And put three of your best friends on that sofa and talk to them and, and project to them. And I went, oh, because he said, you know, there's a, you know, I don't know how many millions of people are watching right. this. Right. Or whatever. Don't get nervous. Just they can lock you up. Laughing sure. at you. And I went, you know, it's best advice I ever had. I go, okay, I'll picture that. So I, it, it was just, you know what, I had a great time. And uh, you know what? I don't think I ever got to work with Mary. I mean, I got interviewed by her, which was awesome. And I played Mary in uh, some pro tournaments. Actually, I played Mary once. And, uh, you know, they showed Mary winning her match uh, on TV. And I was going to play her the next day in this $20,000 tournament or $25,000 tournament or something. And um, uh, I see it. And, like, at the end of it, she falls down or something. Well, I think she hurt her knee or ankle or something like that. Oh, you know, I go out to play Mary. She's my best friend. I think I drop shot at her 500 times. <laughs> you dumb. And, and you know what? Mary, all she said was, I do the same to you. Absolutely. True. Competitor. Was, she was a competitor. And, yep. You know, you find out a way, you're going to use it, and you're going to win with it. Is she, so, is she as funny in real person as she is uh, on television? So, so literate, so intelligent, right? Yes. Um, I, every Thanksgiving and Christmas, um, I go over, I go with my sister. Uh, we go over to Mary's house uh, and have Thanksgiving dinner and really? Christmas dinner. So I go over there and um, Mary cooks a 25-pound turkey. Massive. Whoa. That's I, double most. Hey, Carrillo, she's got some cooking skills. Yeah. <laughs> so she... She looks at me and she says, "Russ, you know, uh, you know, can you carve the turkey?" I go, "What?" I go, "Mary, there's plenty of men here. Like, uh, give a shout out into the, you know, they were all watching the basketball game or uh-huh. something like that, you know." And she goes, "Hey, any of you guys uh, know how to carve a turkey?" There, there were like four men there, and they're all looking blank. <laughs> oh God. So then she looks at me and she goes, Russ, I, I saw you carve a chicken. I go, Mary, that chicken was five pounds. <laughs> this thing is... I, she goes, well, it's like a turkey. Go for it. <laughs> so, okay, I go, okay, give me your cutting board. Oh, my God. It was like a postage stamp. <laughs> so I'm going, Mary, come on now. What do you, I need a cutting board. You know, I don't even know what I used that first year. And I go, okay, where's your sharp knife? Oh, my God. Terrible. The next Christmas, I gave her a huge cutting board. Yeah. And I brought a knife and left it in the car. And she goes, um, do you think you can carve? I go, yes, hold on one second. So I went out to the car and got, got my own knife. And it's probably a nice big one, huh? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. She goes, oh, do you use electric? I go, no. No. <laughs> no, my father never used an electric knife. He showed me how to carve, but it was a regular knife. So I think, uh, you know, I think it's like seven years now I've been carving, or I don't know what it is. That's you know, your, what a great... Uh, Thanksgiving and carving at Christmas. 
What a great uh, tradition. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, CB, we ready for uh, for good volleys, yeah. fast hands, rapid yeah. fire? Set three. You ready, you ready, Joanne? You got your hands ready? What is Rack it? it up. This is rack it up. This ready is um, quick uh, quick answers, um, reflex volley, volleys about pop culture, music, film, fun. Yeah, we're good. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah, all okay. Of... All right. First band you saw in concert, Joanne Russell. Who's the first band? Um, the Eagles. The Eagles? Really? Where, was yes. where, where at? In, down in, in Florida? California. Uh-huh. Oh, Hotel California tour? Oh, uh-huh. wow. You know what? I would drive by there and somebody said, oh, you know, that's Hotel California. That's the and one. Went, Oof. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you could hear a band, what band would it hear? Would you want to hear? You know, say that, that you really like somebody and you've not seen them. Is, is there a band out there like that? Um, if you're into you music. Know uh, you know what? I like a lot of different people, but I, my sister was the one who went to concerts. I swear, um, you know, I just went to, when I was out in California, you know, I went to the Bowl. And saw the Eagles, and then I saw BB King. BB King, wow. Yeah, yeah. I saw him, and he had to have been like seventy-eight or eighty. I don't know. He still was amazing. I saw Benny Goodman. Yes, Benny Good. Love Benny Goodman. And you know what? I, I it was like I was doing a, an event. Can you believe? I saw Benny Goodman. He was in his seventies. He was amazing. Yes, Benny Goodman. Amazing. Yes. And somebody said, you know Benny Goodman? I said, look, you know you know the music. Your parents, you know, yeah. listen to. Yeah. And when I was a kid, the Benny Goodman story was on yes. TV. Oh. Yeah, he, he was, I was a great like band Oh, man, no kidding. At the bowl? Did you see him at the Hollywood Bowl? No, no, that was out in Hawaii. I saw him in Hawaii, and I saw, um, I saw the Eagles. And I forget who else I saw at the bowl. I saw quite a few concerts at the bowl. I just can't yeah. remember. All right, if you're, are you, if you're in a band, let's say hypothetically you're in a band. I don't know. Maybe you've been in a band. I, I don't know. But we're just going to say hypothetically. No, no, if you heard me sing, no. <laughs> uh, wh- what position in the band would you be? Uh, lead singer, lead guitarist, drummer, keyboards, bass guitarist. What is Joanne Russell doing up on the band? I, I think I would be bass. Really? Bass guitarist? I was oh, I a... love bass guitar. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I, I thought you'd been lead singer. Yeah, I, no. No, really? Not me. No, you don't want to be the... I know my weaknesses, and that's one of them. Even if I had a voice, I'd be like... No. Really? I, I, bass guitarist? We not, I don't think we've had bass guitars. Even if, oh, yeah, we get a lot of people saying lead guitar and drummer, singing. Drummer. And the past few times were the drummers. But, but you know what? It, I, I like bass guitar. Like, I've known a couple people that friends of mine that played bass guitar and uh they were amazing anybody in and you know what you need I, I like that deep yeah i kind of like that deep sound that you know like hey if they're not on it's bad it's bad it's like a bad drummer right yes yeah the rhythm section is so important they, they probably get a little credit a little less credit than lead guitarist and singer but uh, drums and bass so important do you have a favorite bass I, guitar i do like i do like the drums too i gotta yeah. say do you have a favorite bass guitarist? Is there somebody that uh, that you no, look at? I no, I just like it. Just like it. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, took okay. bass guitar, and then um, you know, I I just I don't know why. It's one of those things. You know, it's like uh, 
the cello or the viola. Yeah. Do you, yeah. Have you ever seen yeah. Yo-Yo Ma? No, I was oh, going to just wow. say that. Yeah. I Brilliant. have actually seen Yo-Yo you, Ma. You've seen Yo-Yo Ma? Wow. I, I have seen the weirdest people, you know, sing or play. Like, people go, you saw Benny Goodman, you yeah. saw Yo-Yo Ma. <laughs> and, you know, it's like unbelievable. Uh, you know, hey, my, my dad and mom, Naples, was not so... Uh, like ritzy as it is now yeah, when we were growing up they had a thing called the community concerts my dad would go in the station wagon and i go with him and we pick up the artists at the airport in the station wagon and bring them back and and the high school auditorium they would play interesting wow what, what? Uh, we went to more i mean totally different you know it's like summer series kind of things. Like right now, you know, you'd be like a Friday night, Saturday night. Your dad go, you know. Uh, oh yeah, and everybody Russell, hey, dress got, up. Yeah. They go to the concert. You know, hey. Then, it was it was awesome. I imagine so. God, yeah, really. I mean, a great. lot of a lot of classical a lot of classical music, violinists, cello players. Mm-hmm. You know, there was no bands. My, now my sister, she could tell you. Um, you know, she could tell you every. If she went to a lot of things, you know, she, she had a job. She yeah. could pay for the ticket. I had no job. I yeah, just you were training. Yeah. yeah, you couldn't say you were just Joanne Russell. Like, oh, come on, Joanne, let's go. Come yeah, on. I don't think so. They're like, you, yeah, you were just a, a high school kid at the time. Favorite movie? What What do you like to watch? Are you okay? Uh, I like one of my favorite classic movies is Blade Runner. Oh, oh wow. Blade Runner, yes. And, Very and, nice. and they have two of them. One with a voiceover, one where Harrison Ford is is speaking. They're both really good. Yeah. They are. They're good. I don't think we've had Blade Runner. Yeah, good one. Yeah. Uh, while we're on um, music and films, I know you're a big uh, Baldacci fan. Uh, you're a big reader. What's some of the new stuff that you're reading? Uh, I just read this book called Silent Witness. Mm. That was really good. Um, I read Boys in the Boat. Uh, and I love this author, Tanya French. She has this thing. It's called the, it's a series of books called the Dublin Murder Series, mm-hmm. Murder Squad Series. And, oh, they, they are excellent. And then I like these authors, like, I got interested because of this guy, Steve Larson, who wrote The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, yeah. So I just went online and I said, okay, who are other authors that, they're not American authors. Yeah. So, I love this guy, Henning Mankell. He is a fantastic writer. And he has a character that are, are in his books. You know, it's like Baldacci. He yeah. writes a series, like you have the Memory Man right. books. And, There's three you know, or four of those. The Camel Club. And so they're all familiar. Like, you you really know these people. Is this a like, Kindle? Do you like Kindles, or do you do you uh, like the tactile paper version? No, I like the, I'm sorry, I like the books. You're I mean, a, if I'll take a Kindle. I love a Kindle if I'm going on a trip and it's going to be overseas because you... You know, you can't take your books with you. So a Kindle is the best. But you know what? I like going to the library. Oh, that's great. The old school library. The old school. Checking out a book. Oh, yeah. My, okay, Naples didn't have a library. So my dad was on a committee 
and he raised funds uh, for the first library in Naples. It's still there. I still go to that same library. Oh, and you know what? They have like things like after school things. They have videos. They have computers in the library. Yeah. But like, I like to go. Like I'll, you know, be looking for my one author, and. Then I go, oh, wow, this one looks good. Like, there'll be, you know, you go down the stacks, and I go, oh, maybe I'll, maybe I'll read this. I can't, I can't do that with a Kindle. I can't go to somebody else. Or they'll have lists, and I'll even ask the librarian. I said, hey, what have you read? What do you like? Any of these books on this list? Or I'll go to, uh, you know, Oprah had um, a book list. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I kind of liked it because they were books I don't think I, you know, you get stuck in a genre. Yeah. And uh, I would have never, uh, I would have never have, have read them. Gosh, you're so open. That's wonderful. Great quality as a uh, person, as a coach, as an athlete, too. So, so do you have a library card or do you just walk into the Naples uh, library and they go, oh, that's there's well, Joanne? Well, they have a little, you, you don't have a library card like you normally have. Um but, like, it's a little tag, I, and, you know, you show it to them. Yeah, a little, <laughs> oh, yeah, little now, key thing. You don't even need to go up. If they have a big line and the woman is busy, you just go to this thing, put your book down on the yeah. thing, slide it, and it goes up, and put your thing. You know, it's like, oh, no, it's so automated. That's I, that. I go to this little uh, library, like, you know, I'm in uh, Sugar Mountain, uh, North Carolina, mm-hmm. and... Um, you know, there's a little town nearby, so I go over there, I got a library card. And the library is sort of open. Like, if you know what book you want, like, maybe you text me a book, like, Joanne, you would like this book. Yeah. I could, I could call uh, or um, email and say, do you have this book or can you put me on the waiting list? And on Fridays, they'll call you and say, hey, your book's in, come and get come it. Come on up, yeah. You can't go in the library yet, but... Yeah. It sounds like, that sounds like Mayberry. It sounds like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah okay. Hey, are going to call you? They, they have a huge library in Boone. Yeah. That's where App State is. Right. right. Um, but this is just a small one, and the librarians are nice. And let me tell you, you know if you don't return your book here in North Carolina, it's a felony. <laughs> they come after you. You. Uh, yes. You've had I one of these. Call, I got a call, and they said, well, you have a book. That is overdue. And I go, really? What is it? So I thought, oh, my God, maybe I didn't. I Because, you know, I have a lot of books. So I put it in the bookcase here at my sister's place. And it was in the bookcase in North Carolina. And I was in Florida. And I said, oh, my God, um, can I buy a book? <laughs> Send you a new one to replace it. I couldn't even find a hardback copy to buy. Of that book. So, yes. So I called the lady up and I said, you know, I have it. It's in the bookcase. My brother-in-law told me. So she said, well, honey, don't worry. You just get that book 
and you bring it back when you're here in the summer. So sweet. I, I yeah, I got it. But they did say it was a felony. Yeah. <laughs> a- any place and else. Go, oh, don't you worry. We're not. We're not gonna. So kind. Charges. I go. Oh, thank God. They, they didn't find you like a dollar sixty-two or something. <laughs> yeah, for over. Oh man, feet. I I was thinking they were gonna charge me a lot of money. Yeah, a buck a day. I, it was up in the bookcase. I got the first day. I like, I go. Is the library open because of COVID-19? So I took it down there, and there was a lady. You know, she took this book, and I said, hey, this is kind of late. And she goes, it's okay. Sarah. Wow, this is just recent. This is just yeah, this, this just year. This year uh, yeah, this yeah. is like at the beginning, like in May. Right, right, when you, right when you went from Naples back up to North Carolina, yeah. Oh, yeah, I had oh, to get good. that book. That was yeah. my, my, my big thing. And... In Banner Elk, okay, there's a little town for you. Yeah, great they, name. They have this place, like if you have some books, like, you know, you take what, how many ever books you want. Mm-hmm. So you take them in there, and you go through, and they, they have volunteers that put them in the bookshelves alphabetically, and you can take whatever books you want and leave. You just, you bring two, you can take two. Yeah. Oh, and they're and it's oh, it's so good. I love that place. And they have a big puzzle. They always the guy that donated the money for it. He said, uh, and you also have to have a puzzle going in the library or this lending thing. And so they have a puzzle. So you know, hey, it's raining. I go down. I look for books. I work on the puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last two questions, Joanne. We've got two more. These, and these are these are biggies. These are really good questions. These are yeah. thought provoking. I think this is going to be this is going to be an interesting one. We ask this, these two questions all the time. All right. So if you're at a dinner party and you can invite four people besides AJ and I, you know, we knew that right. you will be invited. Who are you inviting to your dinner party? Who are you inviting to the Joanne Russell? Thanksgiving, Christmas dinner. That's not at Mary Carillo's. Yeah, house. you're definitely carving, but the turkey, you're, you're yes, the host. Yes. Well, uh, okay. They could be anybody from history, too. It, trust me. Yeah, in oh, your era. In your era, yes. Yeah. Anybody from history? Yes, Ooh. anybody. We've had some very esoteric people on, on. Well, you know what? I'm inviting my sister, Lee. Okay. Um, because she is a fabulous cook, and there's, I'm sorry, there's no dinner without Lee. <laughs> You're the carver. <laughs> yeah, I can carve, you know, so there you go. we got to have a cook. And I know there's plenty out there, but my sister, you know, she is she is fabulous. So I'm not giving that up. we got to have good Okay. Food. Got Lee. Sister Lee. Okay. I would invite Thomas Edison. Okay. I've always wanted to meet him. Um... I would also like to meet Louise Penny. She is an author, and yes. I love her uh, books. Um, that's very good. We've, that's two we've never had. Tom Edison. I know, only. kind of, kind of weird ones, but no, no. You know, hey, love it. Um, you know what? Uh, I would like to invite Oprah. Interesting. Okay. That, that's she a is a very interesting person. I mean, she can run the gamut from politics to food to whatever, reading. I mean, she is just an amazingly interesting person. Yeah. Um, I agree. Let's see, the last person. 
And it could be more. I mean, if you want, four is minimum. We always like the, yeah, the yeah. Mount Rushmore kind of deal. Um, or if you want three, that's fine, too. You know, that's, you know uh, what? I... Else, you know what? I would invite Mary. Carillo. I was I was thinking yes. that. I was going to say. I wonder if you're going to invite your buddy. Mary. I would also invite Mary Carillo. Yes. Yeah. I would invite Mary. I mean, we would have an incredible mix of people there. I mean, there's Thomas Edison. Yeah, old Tommy. Um, you know, when I was a kid, I loved uh, reading about people that did things like Madame Curie. Yeah. Uh, I mean, these people that put their life on the line for um, for something. Like, she died from radiation poisoning, pretty much. I mean, you know, because she, she didn't know what she had there. Right. But somebody had to touch it. Right. Somebody. I mean... It, that's an amazing story. I read that biography like 500 times. Mm-hmm. Thomas Edison. I mean, he was incredible. Incredible. I actually, let's see, if I invited a tennis player there. Oh, there we I, go. I like Federer. I mean. No, I get the king. King involved. I've yeah, heard. you know what? He, he's got He's got a lot of flair. You know, he does a lot of different things besides just, um, uh, you know, tennis. Yeah. You know, he does a lot of charity work. He meets a lot of different people. He handles himself so well. He could, he could fit in with anybody. Sure, I think I think you're right. And he has yeah. 106 million dollars that he just made last year too. <laughs> Wasn't too shabby either. <laughs> he he is the number one answer on this podcast. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah he definitely by far. I mean, he seemed like a, yeah. I mean, he a, would a fit guy. in. Look who yeah. look who I've invited. Yeah. I, I mean, Louise yeah. Penny, yeah. Thomas Edison, Madame Curie. Yes. Um, Oprah. You know, Oprah. Mary Carillo. From the past. Yeah. Oprah, oh man, she would she would be fun. Yeah. She she would just. Oh, I would love it. We gotta know what's 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 this what's this cooking? What's her specialty? Yeah. What is Lee about question? to cook for yeah. this great dinner? can make anything really i mean oh yeah i i I mean honestly from she she's an experiment i mean one day i I came home she goes oh i decided to make shrimp and grits and i went yes southern yes oh my god it was so good and then she made some kind of pasta thing that was so heavenly i Mm. was like oof and it had um like like we don't make typical like Mary has her dinners on Thanksgiving Day, Christmas Day. We have Thanksgiving dinner on like Sunday or something I see, or yeah. Saturday, and, and then I'll barbecue. Oh, like well, I I hey. can barbecue. Now we're talking. And then Lee makes all the sides, and uh-huh. she'll make like some Thanksgiving sides that are typical, and then she makes atypical things. You know, uh, like, so, like, Christmas dinner, she'll make, she'll look up a type of pasta. She'll make the pasta homemade. I mean, uh, stuff, I go, oh, God, you've got 12 people coming. How how do you get all this stuff ready? She does it. I do the dishes. I do all the dishes. <laughs> so, grilling, carving, and dishes, that's that's Joe's role. Well, I want to hear barbecue uh, yes. just real quick. Are you, are you doing ribs and that kind of stuff, briskets, you know, that, that, uh. Are we doing uh, I wish, um, but 
actually Lee does the ribs. Uh-huh. Like she can do the, she does these ribs in the oven and you, you put beer in the bottom of the thing and it's like you put it on really low. I forget if it's St. Louis or it's the other kind of ribs. Mm-hmm. And, and you just, and they cook them long and slow. Yeah, low and slow, right. Then she makes the sauce, and I heated up the grill, and then you put the finish, which okay. is you sear it on the grill. Okay, right, okay now, now what kind of sauce are we, are we, are we going the tomato base, kind of like Texas and, and, and this part of the world, or vinegar base, kind of like Carolina? Uh, no, it's not vinegar base. Okay. It's, but it is more of a tangy, it's not overly sweet. That's I don't it. like anything okay. that's overly yeah, I'm sweet. With you. Yeah. I do like that vinegar, though. Do you? Do. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We're barbecue. I, I pre- yeah. We're barbecue I, people I here, so we want to know. Yeah, we're in Texas, so we're more on the beef and yeah. less the vinegar and the pork vibe, yeah. but more the tomato-based. Or yeah. in Texas, a lot of a lot of chefs do the dry rub yes. and no tomato base, no oh. sauce. Oh, yeah. No sauce, period, I, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not a real sauce person myself, yeah. but a lot of people do yeah, like well, it. Yeah, you'd, you'd fit and in well down here. A lot here. of times... She does the dry, she does the dry rub on it, yeah. and then she does the sauce not not on all of them, and then she just puts it on the side. Uh-huh. I like that better, so yeah. that I can put it on myself. Yeah. What time do we come over I do tomorrow like night? Dry rub. I gotta say, I, I do like. That. What time do we come over tomorrow night? Yeah, we'll be right there. Hey, yeah. you know what? Up here, you're not allowed to have a grill. Not. In up where you well, are? Well, you know, if you're in a condo yeah. and there's a lot of forest around, you know, sure. somebody can either have a charcoal grill or a gas grill, something can go wrong and something can catch on fire and everything burns up. So they, you know, they allow an electric grill. Right. And let me just say it, it's kind of, it's okay. It's not the same. But not the greatest. Mm. I mean, I, I moved from a Weber, once Weber, the family... Weber does mm-hmm. not make them anymore to a Sabre grill. Yes. And it, it's fantastic. Yeah. And then somebody told me they have a, um, what is it, Traeger? Yeah, you know, Traeger Green pellets. Mountain. There are a few yeah. with the yeah, pellets. Yeah, they use the pellets. Yeah. Uh, I, I, like, I do like to grill, I yeah. gotta say. The I don't cook in the kitchen. The green egg, yeah, Kamado Joe, yeah. those are, those yeah, are ceramics. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, my brother. Man, you're making me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just getting yeah, hungry he, thinking about this. Oh, oh, he smokes. He's a smoker, yeah. Yeah, he has a green egg. He has a regular grill. Oh, my God. He's, you know, he's a pro. I'm gonna have to stop on the way home. Yeah. Get something to eat. I'm, 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 I'm hungry. <laughs> really? I'm like, wow. I don't. I had like vegetarian tonight. I'm like, we are having steak tomorrow. <laughs> All right. Last question. Here last it is. one. Here. Here's the big one. All right. All right. If you're commissioner of the great game and you've been appointed one day where you could make any decision or decisions about the great game that we all love, what decision or decisions would you make or like to see as commissioner Russell? World tennis, not World just. Tennis. Not just here in the States. World tennis. Oh, my God. That is a question. Oof, That's why we saved it for the last. You, know? yeah. you think we're a bunch of just good-looking guys. <laughs> we, we have some substance uh, really? here, Joanne. <laughs> you know, I'm serious. I'm more of like a fan. And you know what? Sometimes I lose my, you know, I lose my fandom. 
You know, honest. I I get bored. Like unless old school people are playing, like Roger, um, Djokovic, yeah. Nadal. I mean, I, I don't like. You know, if I could. I don't know if I could change anything worldwide, whatever. I mean, I wish they'd have more men's and women's tournaments. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Hopefully, hopefully well, like they're it. about to. Yeah. I, You know, I hope, and yeah. I hope it works out well, and I hope, you know, it's copacetic. You know, yeah. I hope everything goes well in terms of, you know, maybe people play more mixed. Hey, you know what? I, I think it would be, it would generate a lot of interest. For sure. Yeah, mixed, um, mixed. You know, uh, like, I, I think I've watched it. I do not like these league things. There's too many. I, I mean, it doesn't engender camaraderie. Like, why do you think people like pickleball? It's fun. It's fun. Yes. Yeah. My sister, who's a good player, my older sister, she don't play tennis anymore. She goes, nah, they're not very nice. She's a good player. Yeah. She will not play. And I go, what do you mean they're not very nice? She goes, Joe, look, you're competitive and you're good. And so if somebody's not very nice, you just nail them in the chest with the ball. <laughs> nice. yeah. I go, uh, uh, uh. she goes, uh, uh. <laughs> and I go, uh, okay. And she goes, I don't want to play on any of these league things. I just, I just want to play for fun. Yeah. Right. Everything's too competitive. And you know what? I do have friends that I play for fun with. Like, really, I don't serve. So they asked me to play, and I go, well, you know, I don't serve. And so this one friend of mine, she goes, I'll serve for you. You come out, and we play. Oh, my God, we have so much fun. So good. We trash talk. We do it all. But you know what? As far as I'm concerned, playing in these league things, there's too many. Too many people cheat. Mm. It's not a good atmosphere anymore. And, and that's why people, well, people play pickleball because it's simple. Yeah, it's yes. easy, you know, simple. Hey, why do you think I play? I serve underhand. Yeah, that helps. You know, and, and you know what? I play a lot with men. I It's so much fun. Yeah. They're like trash talking. They're smashing me with the ball. <laughs> I'm smashing them. I mean, I have a blast. Hey, do you, do you coach pickleball too? Oh, yeah. You do. I do both. Yeah. And I compare everything to tennis. Of course. Yeah, and I said, look, this is the same move you make in tennis. Mm -hmm. You know, like the only thing you can't do is close on the net. Right. I said, you have to move back seven feet, and that line right there, that's your net, that you're closing on that line. Yeah. And, and you know, when I apply it to tennis, everybody kind of gets it. Works. And you know what? Here's the deal. Tennis has got to get back to... You know, being more fun, being like a family game. I played with a kid, okay? My partner decided he was going to play uh, in the pro event. This is pickleball at the U.S. Open Pickleball Championships. And I go, you know what? Go right ahead. It's good. You know, I'm good. So uh, I ask, uh, her name is Simone Jardim. I asked Simone. She's like the best player in the United States, probably in the world. pickleball, And she's also... A very fine tennis player and coach tennis. So I say, Simone, I said, look, my partner left. And I said, you know, you think you could find me a partner in my division? Mm-hmm. So she, like 10 minutes later, she's like, I, I found you a partner. I go, hey, isn't guy nice? And she goes, <laughs> oh, 
looked very nice. <laughs> and I said, oh. And, and I said, is he good? And she goes, yeah, 5-0. And I go, wow. fantastic. And then she says, but. And I go, oh. Uh -oh. Like, what's the uh -oh. but part? Uh-oh, he's a but. And she goes, uh, he's 12. 12-year-old <laughs> 5 -0. Right. He's 12. He's the only one, the only kid that was, like, adult 5-0 rated. So... Um, I, I'm like, okay, but what age group am I playing in? And she goes, you have to play in the 19 plus. And I'm thinking, oh my God. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. So, okay. Um, he and I win. We win the gold. The whole thing. The whole thing. What and a duo. somebody who's 16 and 15 in the finals. So we're getting interviewed, and it, his nickname is like Junior Mint. That's what they called it, Junior Mint. Junior Mint. I don't know why. So, okay. Um, and I'm taller than him. <laughs> but, like, right away, we hit it off, and we played, and we it was awesome. I, I had so much fun. I'm in. The 5 O's playing with a kid who's 12. So, okay, he's getting interviewed. And I'm standing next to him. And he, this guy interviews him uh, for uh, news, and he's, he said, well, he said, do you play any other sports? He goes, oh, yeah. I play basketball, I play tennis, uh, soccer, um, baseball. And he said, but my mom and dad play pickleball, and they're really good. He said, so we have, in California, we have like eight courts or ten courts in a row. He said, when you're a beginner, you're on court ten. That's the furthest away from the bathroom and the water fountain. And he said, I worked my way up to court one, and I could play with my parents. Awesome. So then he says, and you know, I, I like tennis, but, you know, I'm 12. He said, look, I'm 12. I'm the youngest in this tournament. Joanne... She is 62. <laughs> Oldest in I'm the tournament. I'm 12, and she is 62, playing in the 19-plus. I could never play in a, turn a tennis tournament with Joanne. And he said, and we won. So, He's like yelling. And he leaps up and high-fives me. Yes. I mean, I'm dying laughing. <laughs> so, okay, so now we go over, and we're getting our gold medal. We're waiting for the bronze medalist to come. So... The silver and the gold, you know how they have the, the stand. The there. steps, yeah. Yeah, so they, uh, he's talking to his friends who um, were runner up. And so he, he's looking around and he goes, Hey, you know what? If all three of us added up our ages, we are still <laughs> younger than Joanne. <laughs> and all three of them are high fiving me. And I'm Beautiful. going, I feel like a million dollars. So, you know what? How fun is that? What a moment <laughs> on the podium uh, you, you get. Oh, my uh, God. I was laughing so hard. Hilarious. But you know what? I, you know, where's somebody getting an experience like that? They play junior tennis. It's yeah. so, oh, God. It's, like, so rough. And the parents are just so ugly. And coaches are ugly. I'm thinking, God, oh. where's the fun? Isn't that you playing Russ White's? It's come full circle now. Yeah. From Naples, Florida. <laughs> same, same, same scenario. Age difference, same thing. <laughs> I just that thought of that. Great, I get it. man. That's, that's Russell White to Je I Young Joanne. Never, 
right. You know what? I never thought about that. That you know what? So good, Craig. But it was the start of me playing pickleball, and you know what? I couldn't have found a better partner. Uh, I mean that's that's charming. like is that, that's probably one of the highlights of your life. Probably like winning Wimbledon. I probably think. is too. Yeah. I mean you know it's, it was fun to win Wimbledon. Well, I'm telling you, it was super fun. Yeah, it's awesome. It really was. Yeah, I mean you don't get so, those kind of moments, and that's that's just one of those. And you know, moments. I don't play as many tournaments in pickleball. I mean, I, you know what? I already played tournaments: yeah. junior tennis, amateur tennis, college tennis, yeah. pro tennis. Yeah. And you know, sometimes I just go, no, I have friends that are really good. In Florida, I have to say, in Naples, Florida, pickleball is huge. Mm -hmm. They are all good. There are pros that play there. There are amateurs. There are, they're all good. I don't have to go anywhere to get a good match. You I, and I, I look around, I go, why do I need to go to a tournament? <laughs> Just play play right here. That's great. You can play Stevie Kennedy and Kyle Yates and you know all oh, those kind of absolutely all these Steve great Kennedy. names. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Kyle Yates. He's a little bit beyond me. Oh man, no, I don't young know about that. Yeah. Young and springy. Yeah. Then you've got uh, what is it, uh, Annabelle and uh, what are the the, the uh, mom and daughter? Um, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, God, I'll think I'm here in a second. Uh, uh, yeah, I, they're kind of. I, I just lost Lee, their. Lee, Lee and uh, uh, Anna Lee. Yes. Yeah. Anna Lee and. Lee, uh, come on, Craig, right? Ah, uh, yeah, they're, they're well, fun people. You know, the best player, and, and I, you know, when I first started out, see, I'm a person that I like to know how to do it. So I took a couple lessons from Simone Jardim. Sure. Who I consider the absolute best player. I mean, she has, uh, I asked her, I said, Simone, I said, you are a beautiful tennis player. How come you didn't make it on the tour? Because we were all playing, like she was playing in the pro league. And she said, you see my serve? I said, yeah, it looks pretty good. She goes, eh, pretty good doesn't do on the pro tour. Mm -hmm. She goes, everything else was pretty good, but my serve, I worked on it. I, she said, it just had nothing. And she said, that got me she goes i could only run down so many balls yeah in tennis yeah serving in pickleball is a little different than uh serving mm -hmm. i mean you can set it up but still it's yes. not quite as but, important uh, she is amazing she knew knows every she can hit with power she hits two-handed backhanded pickleball she can hit a one-handed backhand she can do every facet of the game wow. like they go well now the game is power well no if you watch simone now i think simone just turned, I think, 40? Yeah, maybe? I think you're right. Yep. Somewhere right around and, there. Okay, so all these other people coming up, they're all young. Um, a lot of them are tennis players. She still beats them. Uh, and she's an amazing player. Amazing. I, if you ever go on YouTube, yeah. watch her play mix. She played with Kyle, or now she plays with Ben Johns. Yep. Uh, it's a lot of fun. Like, people go, like, one guy came up. He says, well, you don't really move a lot in pickleball. I said, well, we're probably playing a very low level. Yeah, at a good level, <laughs> it's, it's it's a lot of intricate, awesome points. You must be playing the people at the yeah, villages. Yeah, and you know what? It's like tennis. Why do I like tennis? Because you have to have strategy. Yes. Like, look, it doesn't matter. You get older. You can't just blow somebody off the court. You better figure it out. And right. you better develop something like, oh, I used to beat everybody because I could just hit it hard. 
And I go, well, good luck to that now. You, like, can't even run. So you better Mm. figure it out. Like, that's the beauty of tennis. You can figure it out. Like, Mm -hmm. somebody can really, they are better than you. You figure it out. You play their weakness. Hey, maybe they beat you because they are physically incredibly talented, like Steffi Graf. Yeah. Um, But there's going to be the day you figure it out and you'll you'll beat them. You know, like you know, you have to play your very best, and they have to play a little less than their best. But if you're ready, you can win. You can do it. Yeah, you can do it, and that is the sheer beauty of tennis. I mean, that's why I really, I, I love watching, I, I like watching Nadal. It used to be that I didn't quite really enjoy it that much. Hmm. But look, he is a fabulous volleyer. Well, what, did that magically come to the guy? I don't think so. Federer is a much better volleyer. Look at him, chipping and charging, serving and volleying, mixing it up. Hey, you get older, what, are you going to rally back there? Like, no way. Nine, like back with your butt touching the... The the, fe- the, the Lacoste no, signs. I think not. None of those guys, they all have added things to their game. Mm-hmm. And whoever comes up, the challengers, they add, they use these things. They throw them off with, like chipping or coming to the net or like Federer, you know, he started drop shot. I don't think anybody drop shot it since Stan Smith or, you know, <laughs> those guys. You know, they had all, you know, they were all using wooden rackets and they yeah. all had like great touch and, I mean, I don't know, like, I was very fortunate. I played exhibitions with Ken Rosewall, Rod Laver. Um, Fred Stolle. Wow, the Emma. best. I mean, come on, how lucky is that? I mean, those guys had feel. They a lot had of as much power as they could get from a wooden racket. Right. They had great footwork. I mean, maybe their serves weren't as powerful. I mean, who knows? I yeah. mean, with the technology we have today, wow. <laughs> Unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, it's the. Yeah, I, I think to me, Rockets is, is the best player ever. Pound for pound, you know the guy just. Uh, they, I, I love Roger Federer, but you know when you're out of tennis for been banned for six, seven years, and you come, you win two Grand Slams on either side, bookend it, and yeah. you know, and then you don't get to play in 24, 25 Grand Slams. I, I that's just me. I, I oh think, yeah, that yes, yeah. I Roger, forgot about that. Yeah, he, he got. And he got, what a gentleman! Uh, oh, what a gentleman! What a I man. mean, he is the nicest guy. He played team tennis. Yeah. So I was on a team with Vitas, uh-huh. and uh, that was the Pittsburgh Triangles. We go out to play San Diego, and Rod Laver's there, and, you know, I love Rod Laver. First thing he does, he comes up to me and he says, Joanne, I just want to congratulate you on you and Helen played great in the finals of women. And I'm like, look Incredible. at him. Incredible. Like, oh, my God. He's he's like a grand Rod Laver, like he watched the match. Greatest of all time, and he's congratulating you on on a doubles yes. win. That's awesome. That's, I mean, I was thrilled. It was yeah. Like I, I went, okay, Joanne. No matter in your most your darkest moments when yeah. you're really trying to restrain yourself from going berserk, 
you know, think of Rod Laver. Think of how classy that man is. You know, like all these guys at the top, they're all so classy. And I got to say, there are some women players that I really like. Andrescu. Oh, yeah. I like like Cannon. Oh, and I love Barty. Barty is my fave, yeah. Oh, my God, she's got a game. And then, you know what? People forget about Halep. Simona Halep, yeah. You know, they do. They just, you know, she kind of, she's there, then she's not there. But she is a brilliant player. I mean, I really like her. I mean, look how little she is. I mean, Barty doesn't seem that big, but she seems really strong. But I love how much flair Barty has. I mean, she's such a different different player. You think of some... I love Kennan. Yes. I really do. I like her, man. She is fierce. And Corey Goff. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I mean... Oh, and you know who's in the top 20 is Allison Risk. Yes, quite honest. If you've ever seen her play, I mean, my God, that girl never gives up. She's a really good doubles player, and she's ranked in the top 20 in the world. Attacker, and if I recall, she yeah. beat Ash Barty at Wimbledon. Yes. Yeah, that was yes, a, did. That was a and you know what? big I, win. I, I hope Serena Williams makes another big push. Think she could do it? I would love to see her back. Uh, I mean, she's ranked in the top ten. Yeah. But you know, I I love the way she plays, man. She just is so fierce. I mean, she gives it everything she's got. And I have a feeling she'll still have a big serve when she's sixty-five. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's amazing. She's but you know what? I hope she really gets in good shape yeah. and can come back. You never know. I mean, I do because. I like it. The, you know what? She's the top of the mountain. Like, think, hey. The best. You think she gets, she gets the it? She's the best. I what, mean, really. Will she, be, will she tie Margaret, do you think? You think she'll... She, I mean, she's, she's, had, uh, she's been so close. I hope so. 24 hope slams, so. yeah. Hey, she is so close. She's played in you know, several finals and just hasn't really done anything in That's those finals. It's, just, it's really sad to watch because she's played some great tennis in the tournaments that she's... She's lost. She's lost those four finals, and it's just it's been really uh, and to good yeah. players. I mean, you still you got to win. You got no one's going give, to give you anything at that point. Everybody wants to say it's they won. True, but you know what? Every day goes by. You get older and mm. older, and you know what? When you get older, you have to work harder for you on your fitness. Like yeah. her game is not ever going to go away. Right. She's going to have the game, but right. you know it's oh, it's brutal. Yeah. No, I she, mean, really. Um, you know, hey, I play tennis, I play football, I do, you know, whatever. I'm going to be the best in the 65s. Yeah. I'm not going to pretend I'm going to beat somebody who's 20. Forget it. I might yeah. hurt myself. But it would be, uh, I mean, that's that's the best I can do. I go, I'm going to be the best I can be here and now. But Serena, you know, she's got a lot of young kids gunning for her and She's got to think that. She's got to be the best. You know, in this coronavirus thing, you know, all these, I see all these people like training with guys on their computers right. and they're in their driveways. And I'm thinking, good. I hope whatever, wherever she's living, I hope she's in her driveway or on her tennis court that she's got her house. In. Yeah. I, she is working hard because I want to see her. I want to see her play. Uh, yeah, I'd, I'd love And I want to see her break that record. I do. Why yeah. not? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's just so interesting to watch how well she plays in those 
final, gets to the finals, and then all of a sudden, boy, she she has just laid some eggs in those finals. And and in her defense, Simona played unbelievably yes. well. Kerber, Osaka, and yeah. Bianca, who they, they all played who well. Joe mentioned, oh. uh, Bianca yeah. Andrescu, yeah. Okay, but, I take that back. Yeah, yeah, all those people you're mentioning, yes, yeah. they it, played incredibly well. But look, when you get older, um, it's like anybody. Like w- when you're you're there, like the top player, they they don't even have to play their best game to beat somebody because that person might be really good, but right. they get nervous, so they lose right. four games at the beginning. So you, you got four easy-peasy games. Yeah, the nerves. But you know what? Now, like, people are, they're getting more confident, and they're young. They're, you know, they're going you for it. You have to be mentally tough. You have to be physically tough. And, you know, like, I don't know how Federer does it. I mean, I think he is amazing in his training, and I think also his scheduling. Like, he does it. Like, he goes, okay, no, I cannot play the French Open. Yeah. Because he knows what he's good at. What is he good at? He's good on grass. It's yet yet another thing Rafa is trying to learn from him. It sounds like Rafa might not play the U.S. Open. And play the French Open right after it. Sure, it's it's almost like this genius scheduling move that maybe Rafa oh, gets that twentieth slam. Yeah. yeah, see, you know what? They're they're being smart now. Um, Djokovic, he's younger. Yeah. How much younger is he? I mean, he's way younger, even though he's in that that big three there. I mean, look at Andy Murray. He was there for a little bit, but then you know, hey, had a hit. Yeah. The oh, injuries, yeah. Oh, yeah. How do you think you can make it back? Um, I mean, yeah, it's great. My my hip is feeling better, and I, uh, I, I I'd love to make it back, <laughs> but um, I, I'm just afraid I'm going to bore everybody because tennis, you know, it's got to be exciting, and my voice just it's not cutting it, you know. So that was Andy there. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know AJ was so talented, did you, Joanne? <laughs> oh, I. I and I, I texted him once. I go, is that really you? <laughs> <laughs> it is. It's, it's too yeah, much. Yeah. Too well, much. Well, CB, thanks for yeah. setting me up. Okay. Joanne, Joanne, you are a joy, and yes. you're hilarious, and what a storyteller. And uh, We've got more. We've just got back, more. We yeah. want to come back, though. We've, we've got to do a part right. two. Okay. You we got to do it. so fun. You are awesome. This has been a blast. Like, I was so nervous you were. that I would really? miss. Like, I set my alarm on my phone, I wrote notes, I was thinking, because, you know, you kind of get busy, and you go, oh, yeah, I'm doing this, I'm oh, in the yeah. mountains, and it's mountain time. Yeah, mountain. Yeah. Well, we're, I we're was about over to... in somebody else's place, and my alarm goes off, and I go, oh, oh. I, I gotta go home. We got that show tonight. <laughs> We're just a bunch of hanyaks. We should be nervous. Yeah, we I should be. Yeah, yeah. Hanyaks. That's yeah. great. Bunch of, yeah, Oklahoma, you hanyaks. But we, we really appreciate your time. You Joanna. go uh, sleep. Thanks. You thanks. sleep well and have a wonderful evening. And uh, right. just huge thanks for spending the time with us. And folks Anytime. at home, folks at yeah. home, yeah. I hope you, you enjoyed the show. And yeah. uh, well, this will be up on all the major, like Craig said earlier, all the podcast sources. So, Joanne, share away to all your old buddies, including BJK and Illy and Johnny and Mary Carillo. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll we'll talk to you again soon, Joe. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Thank you okay. very much. We'll all be, right, thanks. Tomorrow night My we'll place. be over about 9 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, night. yeah. Big, okay. big barbecue at Russell's house. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much, okay. Joanne. Good night, Joe.
Have a good okay. one. Bye bye. See ya. Well, well CB1, that was a blast. Nice, what a fun nice. show. She oh is my gosh. the female equivalent to a mensch. What a what a fun uh, what a fun gal she is. That was cool. Well, I mean, I, you know, we were trying to get get under about an hour, and then I think we, we did. We kind of uh, we did double what we thought we were going to do. Yes. We were trying to be about an hour. We we're trying to go quick, but she is charismatic and funny and. This amazing combo of Goodbye. humble too. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's just a blast. And our people at home, thank you for chiming in. Sujay Lama said, "Great show, boys. Well done, Joanne Russell. Well done to you because uh, he gave you came up questions. with five of those questions." Yeah. Kendall Jordan, you did hear your name. It was a Kindle, <laughs> but uh, right. th- thank you all, Tyler. Everybody for watching. You guys were a blast. But thank th- you. And, and thank you all for for. Uh, Staying with us because we had technical difficulties a few times. Three, three times. Yeah. Just three. So I don't know. You know, sometimes uh, it didn't go off here on the right. uh, uh, on our phones, but yet uh, with our uh, telecast Wi-Fi, it, we were having trouble. So we appreciate you all staying with us. But the produced version of the show, yeah. seamless and smooth. So go check that out on all the podcast sources. And here is CB1 with the dismount. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening to Season 1, Episode 44 with the great Joanne Russell of At The Net Podcast. Be sure to tell a friend or friends as we like your peeps and hopefully they'll like us. And that's the Tennis News as As it it seems seems to us. us. Good night, everybody from Dallas, Texas. Good night, everybody.